the Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, the King's Men, and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Liza. again at 79 Wistful Vista. Last week, Fibber and Mr. Gildersleeve sat down to play their play off their long-standing grudge with a game of checkers. So we hope that's settled for good and all. Let's go and see what's happened since then at the home of Fibber McGee and Molly. It's your move, McGee. <laughs> What say, Molly? I'm not Molly. <laughs> I'm Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, and we're playing a game of checkers. Remember? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <sighs> Why don't you concede the game, Gildersleeve? I'm tired. You're tired. I'm tired. I suppose you think I'm enjoying myself sitting here in your house day after day, night after night. Why don't you move that last checker out in the open and fight like a man? <laughs> Why don't you move yours? Or better still, why don't you give up and go home? <laughs> I can stay with this as long as you can, McGee. Uh, you're as hard to get rid of as a burr on a donkey's tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very good. <laughs> Speaking from experience, I suppose. Now, look here, Gildersleeve. I'm sleepy and wore out, but I ain't so tired that I can't resent it. To... Here's another pot of black coffee, boys. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. McGee. I'm so full of black coffee now, I breathe like a percolator. There's another similarity. You drip. <laughs> Heavenly days. Look at this room. Cigar stubs, coffee cups, smoke, and you two with seven days whiskers. Aren't you ashamed? Well, gee. You see, Gildersleeve ain't so ashamed Coming over here and making a gambling den out of our house Go on home I won't Not till this game is settled one way or the other 
Well, won't your wife be worried about you? Oh, no. I called her a little while ago. I told her I was sitting up with a slick friend. (laughs) 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 Wasn't bad, was it? That was terrible. You're a hard man, McGee. Here, have another cup of coffee. Oh, thank you. And another thing, Gildersleeve. While I've woke up enough to think of it, you've been using the telephone here every hour or so since last Tuesday. Well, what of it? I have to keep in touch with my office, don't I? My goodness, here I am, hidden away. And... Oh, there's my office calling me again. Excuse me, please. Just keep your eye on him, Mrs. McGee. Now, look here, dearie. You look all worn out. You haven't slept for a week. And I've seen every movie in town. Ah, remember those happy days when just you and I lived here, alone together? I'm sorry, Molly, but I refuse to give up. I I guess I got a strain of bulldog in me. I believe you have at that. You betcha. At least you've got this house looking like a kennel. Please, McGee, call it off. Throw the game to Mr. Gildersleeve and go to bed. What? Throw the game? Why, Why, Molly, that'd be cheating. What's worse, it'd be cheating me. Come on now, pretty please. Molly, as the gal with the busted garter says to the cross-eyed fellow who just asked her twin sister to dance, no. (laughs) McGee, that phone call was for you. You go answer, dearie, whilst I open the window and get a little fresh air into this monkey cage. Well, okay, but keep an eye on Gildersleeve while I'm gone. That pig-headed, obstinate, stubborn, mulish, two-headed, or two-faced... Hello, Pitter McGee speaking. Who? Mr. Plummer? Of the Plummer Plumbing and Hardware Company? Who is it, McGee? Mr. Plummer. Hello? What do you want, Mr. Plummer? Oh, yes, I've had quite a bit of that kind of experience like that there. Yes, indeed, you betcha. What Mr. Plummer is that? Plummer the Plummer. Oh. What say, Mr. Plummer? A job? Well, I... Huh? How much? Just one day for ten bucks? Oh, but Mr. Plummer, I... Give me that phone, McGee. Hello, Mr. Plummer. He'll take it. (laughs) Goodbye. Molly, he wants me to take full charge of his hardware and plumbing business today while he's out of town. And I got... Oh, now stop arguing. It's all settled. Well, okay. After all, I guess it's worth giving up this silly checker game. Let's go tell Gildersleeve. All right. Come on, dear. Hey, Gildy, I'm afraid we can't go on... Uh-oh. Sound asleep. I always said he couldn't take it. Hey, Gildersleeve, wake up. <laughs> ah, the poor man. Let him sleep whilst you get dressed, McGee. Here, lift his head whilst I slip a pill under him. That's it. <laughs> take his shoes off, too, dearie. I can't. Why not? They are off. <laughs> I've been off all week. <laughs> He's simply exhausted. You know, McGee, maybe I shouldn't have accepted that job for you. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Shut up, Gildersleeve. Why not, Molly? Well, in the first place, you don't know any more about hardware and plumbing than a cricket knows about uh, uh, crickets. Who, me? Why, say, I know hardware like I... Not here. Not so loud, dearie. You'll wake Mr. Gildersleeve. Well, anyway, I know my hardware. Why, I was the best hardware merchandiser in Peoria. It used to kill the boss the way I drilled the other boys in salesmanship. 
Killer Driller McGee, I was known as in that day. Take it easy, McGee. Killer Driller McGee, the keen and cunning king of commercial caper cutters, cleverly convincing customers, constantly consummating colossal contracts, catering to the comfort of the queens of the kitchen with a complete catalog of corn cures, kitty cars, cookie cutters, candy kettles, custard cups, clock, buku clocks, candid cameras, and keen cutting cutlery, converting crusty cooks into congenial clients by clowning with the kitties and kissing every cutie. But we better go now, Molly. I'm disturbing sleeping beauty. <laughs> your automobile around town today? Were you proud of its appearance? Did your friends turn to look at its beautiful polish? Or were you just a little bit ashamed because it looked dull and dingy? If you were, then Johnson's Car New was made just for you. Because with Car New, you can give your car a beautiful wax polish quickly, easily, inexpensively. Yesterday, it cost real money or several hours of hard work to clean and wax polish your car. Today, you can do both those jobs, both cleaning and wax polishing, at one and the same time. One easy operation with this sensational new Johnson's Car New. Many car owners have told us they did both jobs in one hour. If your car is extra dirty, it may take you a little longer. But in any case, Car New takes less than half the time formally required. Find out how easy Car New is by trying it out on your own car. Buy a can from your regular wax dealer, auto supply store, or service station. You'll soon be saying, your car looks like new when you use car new. Madam, what can I do for you? Are you Mr. Plummer, Bob? Yes, I am. Well, uh, this is Fibber McGee, whom you called up and offered him a job, too. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, glad you came in, McGee. Oh, that's okay, plum old man. Glad to help you out. Uh, this is my wife, Molly. How do you do, I'm sure? <laughs> Delighted, Mrs. Uh, 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 Mrs. Uh... McGee, Bob. The same name as mine. <laughs> that's a coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> Any relation? Only by marriage. <laughs> Well, what do you say I take off my coat and pitch in? I'm as anxious to get started as a full cat at a one-cent sale. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? I says I'm as Ain't anxious... Ain't funny, McGee. <laughs> I was saving it for a guy like Plummer here. Because <laughs> that gag has had hardware, too. Oh. <laughs> well, how about it, Plummer, old kid? <laughs> Stop jabbing me in the ribs, McGee. Okay, I'll quit. You go to work immediately. You'll find everything marked as to price. I'm going to stay and help out, Mr. Plummer, if you don't mind. Uh, two heads are better than one, you know. In this case, I think two is a slight exaggeration. Well, good luck, McGee. Everything is in your hands. I'll see you tomorrow. Hmm. Well, if I was the owner of a nice business like this, I certainly wouldn't go away and trust it to a couple of people like us. Ah, <laughs> oh, forget it, Molly. With my salesmanship and your feminine intuition, we can have the... Oh, hello there, Grandma. What can I do for you? Where's the ammunition counter, Shorty? <laughs> oh, 
All right, over there. What kind of ammunition do you want? Smokeless powder, Skippy. Give me about an ounce of it. Oh, okay. Here you are. That's two bits. All righty. Never mind wrapping it up, Shorty. I'll carry it right in here. Hey, what's the idea of putting that in your compact, Grandma? That's smokeless powder, not face powder. I know it, Junior. But I'm a red-hot mama, and I've got a date with a fireman. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Why that old... Why don't she act her age? <laughs> if she did, she'd still be going around with that sailor. What sailor? Well, I don't know, but she must have met one on the Mayflower. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Yeah? Do you sell elephant rifles? Elephant rifles? Yes, we do. Great gun. We're doing a big business in door slams, anyway. <laughs> I wish the cash register would open and close as fast as that. Hey, I wonder if I hadn't better call home and see if Gildersleeve has woke up yet. Good idea, McGee. Where's the telephone? Oh, here it is. <clears throat> Hello, operator. Give me the residence of Fibber Mc... Huh? Oh, is that you, Mert? Oh. How's every little thing, Mert? Says, eh? What's eh, Mert? Your little sister. Whoa, that's bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Slipped and fell down, eh? Vertebrae, eh? Oh, oh heavenly days. How did it happen, McGee? Mert's kid sister was in a spelling bee. She slipped on bananas and fell down on vertebrae. Oh. <laughs> What's say, Mert? Fibber McGee doesn't answer. Oh, well, maybe he ain't home. Oh, thanks anyway, Mert. Oh, uh, you're Fibber McGee, dearie. Remember? Huh? Oh, well, then why don't I answer the telephone? Oh! oh. <laughs> I'm here, ain't I? <laughs> And who was I calling at my house? Oh, yeah, Gildersleeve. Yeah, but Gildersleeve's asleep. No wonder he didn't answer. <laughs> Dearie, you're as baffled as a beachcomber in Death Valley. <laughs> Why don't you concentrate on what you're doing? Well, shucks, I'm, if that's another firearm expert wanting to know if we carry horse pistols, tell him his horse is, has to have a permit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lady. <laughs> it's a lady, McGee. That's a good thing. Hi, <laughs> sis. What can we do for you? We got a special today on magnetic flypaper. Just sprinkle a little sugar on some spinach, and the fly eats the spinach and gets full of iron and flies over the magnetized flypaper, and there's your fly. Excuse me, but I just wanted to inquire if you handle a good automobile polish. Oh, yes, we do, madam. We carry the very best. Johnson's Car News. Oh, yes, Johnson's Car News. That's the double-action polish that cleans and shines in one easy operation. That's right, sis, and not only that. Oh, I know. I've heard all about how it's as quick and easy to use on cars as Johnson's glow coat is on floors and linoleum. Oh, well, you seem to know all about it, miss. But did you know oh, that? I know everything about car news. And how all you do is apply it and let it dry and wipe it off, and it leaves your car looking simply gorgeous. <laughs> Oh, here's my husband. Hello, dear. Hello, sweetie pie. How you coming? Oh, my. You don't have to sell these people any car new, darling. They have it in stock. Oh, they have? Well, come on, honey. Let's go. Look here, Wilcox. What's the idea? I'm sorry, Fibber. We're in a hurry. Now, look, you take the filling station, Angel Puss, and I'll try the garage across the street. <laughs> All right, Ted. See you later, folks. <laughs> I've heard about salesmen throwing their hats in the door, but this is the first time I've ever seen one throw his wife in. 
You know, I bet it would be fun to go to a party at their house. Yeah. They'd probably spend the evening playing drop the glow coat and ring around the car noon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or a blind man's no buffing. Yeah. <laughs> if that guy don't... Hello. Plumber's hardware. What's say, bud? Rubber doorknobs. No, I'm sorry, we don't. Well, rubber. who on earth would want a rubber doorknob, Dave? The house detective at the Eagle Hotel. <laughs> Says he's tired of bumping his head all the time. <laughs> Uh-oh, there's Mrs. Uppington, Molly. Boy, get a load of the new fur coat. Hmm, well, she isn't the first old hen to wind up inside of a fox. <laughs> You wait on her, Molly. I'm, I'm going to count the nails. How <laughs> <laughs> you do, I heard you and your husband were in charge here temporarily, and I thought perhaps I could favor you with a little business. Well, now, isn't that nice of you, dearie? What was it you wanted? Well, I'm remodeling the upstairs rooms in my house, and I wish to install one more bathtub. Oh, a bathtub. Well, we certainly will be glad to make a sale, Mrs. Uppington. But McGee had better handle this. Yoo-hoo! Come here, McGee. Oh, hi, Uppy. Something I could do for you? Yes, as I was telling Mrs. McGee, I need a bath. <laughs> well, that's very... <laughs> interesting, but <laughs> I don't quite see where, where and I... And I thought that as long as I was in the market for one, I should let you do the work. <laughs> You mean you, you you want to take it here? Now, uh, don't be ridiculous, McGee. She wants you to come over to her house with all the equipment and do the work there. <laughs> oh. oh, gee, Willikers up here. I don't think I... Well, shut Oh, come, 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 Mr. McGee. Your wife tells me you're exactly the man for the job. Oh, sure. <laughs> Why, of course, you'd be perfectly silly to pass up an opportunity uh. like this, dearie. Now, won't Mr. Plummer be jealous when he hears about that? Yeah, I suppose he will, but I, I still... What <laughs> <laughs> kind of a bath do you want, Emmy? Oh, I should leave that entirely up to you, Mr. McGee. <laughs> I like him with the shower at the end. Oh, yes, I think a shower is very stimulating. And remember, Mr. McGee, I want one that will last me a long, long time. <laughs> I can't exactly guarantee how long it'll... You see, since I bought that great big house of mine, most people have thought that I had four or five bars. My, it would never do to let them know I just had one all this time. Honest, Uppy? Shucks, I never suspected... Oh, not at all, not at all, my dear boy, not at all. And if you do a good job, I shall recommend you to all of my friends. No. <laughs> Say, uh, why don't you go home with Mrs. Uppington now, McGee, and sort of make a rough estimate? <laughs> Well, I, 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 no, Dad Braddock, I won't do it. I hate that cootish, but Dad Braddock, I got my ideals. If you want a bath so bad, Uppy, you can take it yourself. Go to the Y or something. Now, listen, McGee, she huh? wants a bathtub. A bath? Oh, I thought... Well, you... I must say that I never expected to hear that. Well, I, I thought... mean, how could you have possibly misinterpreted well, my... Well, he didn't... Have... No. Oh, insulting. I thought... Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
went away mad. <laughs> Heavenly days, McGee. Is your face red? Oh, that's just from bending over. <laughs> what were you bending over for? Well, I was trying to see what the king's men were going to sing. <laughs> it's coming through the rye. Come through, fellas. <laughs> says when he put his friend's hip flask in his pocket, just keep your rye on me. Oh. <laughs> Hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter. Got any golf balls? Yes, we have, Mr. Oldtimer. Any particular brand? Guess not, daughter. So long as it's a good bouncer. <laughs> well, here you are, Oldtimer. Best golf ball made. They call this golf ball the nightclub sirloin because it's so hard to slide. <laughs> oh, well, they yeah. do, eh? Johnny, but that ain't the way I hear it. The way I hear it, one feller says to tell feller, say, hey, he says, what you been doing? Well, says tell feller, been down to the theater to see Lillian Russell. Yes, I know, says the first feller, but what you been doing lately? <laughs> What he really meant was that he'd been down to see the movie uh, Lillian Russell, but the other fellow thought he meant he'd seen the real Lillian Russell, but it was the misunderstanding, Johnny, that gives the joke that kind of whimsical quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
we know, Mr. Oldtimer. Now, don't try to explain it. No, how many of these golf balls do you want? One. One? You can't play golf very long with one golf ball, Oldtimer. Not gonna play golf. Gonna play jacks. <laughs> Take you on any day, daughter. You ought to see me do my seven Z's and eight Z's. <laughs> How much, Johnny? Seventy-five cents. What? Seventy-five cents for one golf ball? Yep. Say, looks like I kind of took up an expensive sport, don't it? Guess I better go back to flying my kite. So long, kid. <laughs> The trouble with being in your second childhood is that you can't get that same pretty teacher you had in kindergarten. <laughs> that old guy... Every... Hey, buddy, have you got 22 rifles? Why, yes, bud. Gee, that's a lot of rifles, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> if one more guy comes in that door and asks if we got a certain kind of a gun, I'll, I'll say... Oh, hi there, little girl. Hi, mister. Do you sell roller skates here? You bet we do, sis. We got the slickest line of sidewalks, Studebakers, and pavement, Pontiacs, and Whistle Vista. Huh? I said yes. We sell roller skates. <laughs> Are you in the market for a pair of skates? Nope. I'm in the hardware store for a pair of skates. <laughs> okay. Hey, Molly, where's the skates located? Right above your head, dearie, on the top shelf. Oh, way up, way up there. Way up there. You mm -hmm. mean I got to climb with... Well, uh, hey, sis, how about buying one of these nice Girl Scout axes here on the counter? No. Weenie roaster? No. The muskrat trap? No. Oh, come on, sis. It's endorsed by Superman. <laughs> no, I just want to stay. Okay, okay. Okay, I guess I'll have to get them down then. Hey, Molly, how am I going to get those skates down off of that shelf? Oh, heavenly days, McGee, you're so helpless. Huh? Use that pole over against the wall. Oh. Just hook the ends of it onto the box. Yeah. Climb up on the counter, dearie. Okay. Hey, Molly, have I hooked them skates yet? Not quite, McGee, more to the left. Oh, I think I got it now. Look hey, out, McGee, look out! <laughs> Plumber and Mr. Gildersleeve. Gildersleeve? What's he doing here? I thought he was at our house sound asleep. Hey, Gildersleeve. Hello, McGee. My goodness, what have you been doing in here? That's what I want to know, McGee. Look at this store. It's a shampoo. Well, you yeah. see, Mr. Plumber, McGee was trying to get a pair of roller skates off the top shelf, and everything... Never mind that. Never mind that. First, I want to know, what was your idea in insulting Mrs. Uppington? Now, look, Chief. I, you see, it was this way. She said to Never me... Never mind. To... Get your hat and get out. You're fired. Where's our ten bucks? Shall I pay him, Throckmorton? Oh, sure. <laughs> Go ahead, pay him. Yeah. Hey, what have you got to do with this Gildersleeve? Mr. Gildersleeve is my silent partner, McGee. Hmm? I just run the store for him. If it hadn't been for him, you wouldn't have been working here. What? 
You mean Mr. Gildersleeve got us this job? Hey, what's the idea, Gildersleeve? You know what the idea was, McGee. Huh? <laughs> I had to break up that checker game some way. <laughs> oh, God. Liver and Molly will be back in just a moment. Has it ever occurred to you that when you're in the kitchen, most of the time you're on your feet? That's one of the reasons why the kitchen floor is often a problem floor. It gets more than average wear. And besides, you just can't help spilling things now and then. Millions of women have discovered the easy way to solve the problem of their kitchen floors with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. When you apply glow coat to a linoleum floor, you do two things. Number one, you protect the surface of the linoleum, keep its colors bright and fresh, and make it wear indefinitely. Number two, you save work, because it's so easy to keep a glow-coated floor clean and spotless. Spilled things are quickly wiped up with a damp cloth. And, of course, there's no rubbing or buffing with glow-coat. Nothing could be easier than using this famous floor polish. You simply put it on your floor, and in 20 minutes, the floor has gleaming, sparkling beauty. That's why glow-coat is called self-polishing. It actually does the work itself. You can use glow-coat on your painted and varnished wood floors, too. Get some from your dealer tomorrow. Good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, inviting you all to join us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>